Welcome to The Oracle, a podcast for wild feminine wisdom channeled from the deep. I'm your host, Miriam Rupschitz, creatrix of Moonbody. I'm a guide for women sharing body-based teachings on the feminine. The Oracle brings you podcasts on womb wisdom, sacred sexuality, embodiment, and the women's mysteries. My prayer is that these conversations with my coven enrich, ignite, and inspire your relationship to the sacred feminine for a life of magic, pleasure, and power. Hello and welcome to episode six of the Oracle podcast. This is your host, Miriam Rupschitz, creatrix of Moonbody. And today, this is an episode that is just with me. And we're going to be speaking about erotic channel. This is a new piece of work of mine that is freshly birthed and full of potency and excitement. So I can't wait to tell you more about Erotic Channel. This is both a course that you can join and it's also a piece of work, a body of work that is interwoven throughout most of my moon body offerings. So whether or not you are thinking of joining the course, this podcast episode will very likely still contain some interesting nuggets of wisdom for you. I'm recording in the guest room of my house in Somerset and there are some sweet little birds singing outside. I'm going to try and leave those sounds on the recording. Um, And I also need to tell you that I took quite a lot of mushrooms at the weekend and I am still feeling that kind of post-mushroom, sparkly, cheeky, excited (laughs) feeling that they bring to us. And that's another part of Erotic Channel, actually. This piece of work has really come through with a very clear vision. And in order to serve that vision and bring it through in the most pristine way, I've been instructed (laughs) to clean my house, to have my house deep cleaned, to take mushrooms, to fast and do some detoxification practices. So it feels like a really, really big new piece of work that I'm able to hold. And I wouldn't have been able to hold this work a few years ago maybe even one year ago, it's really something that feels like it is asking me to step into a new level of clarity and to invite others to join me. Now, that might sound like some pretentious BS. (laughs) Um, It's not. It's really not. With each piece of work that I've brought through via Moonbody, Each has initiated me into a new level of self-responsibility and of gentle power. An erotic channel is taking me to even new heights or, you know, depths. (laughs) 
So Erotic Channel, this is a four-week creative coven for women and there's a lot to say about it and I'm going to get into some of the more specific details and elements of the course later on but to begin with let me give you a very brief overview of Erotic Channel. Erotic Channel is based on the idea that you as a woman have this incredible body that is not able to only birth new humans but is able to birth your creations into the world and that the act of creation when done by women is a deeply sensual and erotic thing and that as women when we take time to nourish, cultivate and access our erotic channel. We're able to bring through our creations in a way that is pleasurable, fun, exciting, and keeps their unique energetic signature intact. So for example, let's take my business, Moonbody. Moonbody has become a recognizable brand in the field of women's wisdom. And it holds an energetic signature which is uniquely mine. And this is deliberate. One of the things that I ask women to think about when they are creating their work or building a business or building a brand is if your work was a spell, what spell would it be? Because as women, when we're creating this soul-led, feminine, deeply embodied work, we are casting a spell out into the collective. So Moonbody's spell is very much tied to guiding women to remember the power of their womb as it relates to their sexuality and their menstrual cycle and their creative essence. So when we have access to our erotic channel and our erotic channel is something very much in the body. So if you have any yogic background like I do, you'll know that the central spinal channel is called Shushumna, Shushumna Nadi. And the idea in the yogic tradition is that energy runs up and down Shushumna. And this is a very similar idea to erotic channel as well. However, it's adapted for women's bodies. As women, we have these incredible poles that are manifested in some of the most important parts of our body. So at the yin pole, so the yin is always connected to the earth. The yin pole, we have womb and pussy. And at the yang pole, yang is always connected to the heavens, we have the breasts and the heart. And 
as is the way with any kind of pole or polarity, energy runs from one end of the spectrum to the other. So in our body, our energy is running and moving between the yin and the yang poles. And they are very specially connected. If you're familiar at all with the work I do through Moonbody, I speak often about the importance of having access to this channel and how one of the ways that we open the pussy, whether it's when we're doing our own sacred sexual work or whether it's in lovemaking with our chosen partner, we can open our pussy through the heart. So for example, breast massage is something that I always include if we're going to do some kind of internal work with the pussy because the breasts are known in Taoism as the wings of the heart and they open the channel from the top. The same way that when women feel very emotionally safe and of course there are, this is a generalization, but generally speaking, when we have those lovers who know how to fuck us in the heart, <laughs> know how to love us on an emotional level and make us feel emotionally seen and safe, this often correlates to a more fun time in the bedroom, right? Because the channel is open and the sacred waters can flow freely. So before I tell you more about erotic channel, I'd like to share with you a practice. This practice is called the pleasure pulse. And it's a practice that I teach very often on retreats. And if we're doing any kind of sacred sexual work. And I like to start with the pleasure pulse because it is a very gentle and non-internal practice so therefore it's safe for me to do with you my dear listener because I don't need to know any of your background I don't need to um, check that this is going to be safe for you this will be safe for you we're just going to be moving our awareness around the body so for this you'll want to find a comfortable seat or comfortable lying position and give yourself five-ish minutes to do this practice undisturbed so that you can really, really enjoy. So I invite you just to sit in a soft way. If you're upright, it's a meditation posture, but it's more relaxed. Soft shoulders, soft chin, soft back of the neck. And if you're lying down, you're just lying down somewhere that you can hear me. So we're going to start by tuning into the breath. And just feeling the breath as it moves in and out of your body. We're breathing in and out through the nose. And if your breath has been up till now a little shallow, you may wish to slightly deepen the breath, but keeping it natural. So as we follow the inhale, we 
we're going to imagine that we're drawing the breath up from the earth. It's passing up through the lower body, into the chest and all the way up to the head. And as we exhale, we're bringing the breath from the top of the body all the way down. Back to the earth. So as you're breathing, I'd like you to feel your breath skimming over all the places in your body that it touches as it moves. And as you bring some awareness to the places that the breath touches, perhaps you can feel a very gentle awakening of a pleasurable sensation, especially at those areas of the body that are particularly sensitive to pleasure. So everything inside the pelvic bowl, the breasts, the nipples, sense 
like a heartbeat, like the breath of an on and an off, a contraction and an expansion. So it's as if you are being breathed by something else. So I hope you enjoyed the pleasure pulse. It's a great practice. And it's a practice of technique that's known as sensate focusing, where we bring our awareness to these very subtle inner sensations and we expand the sensation until we're really, really feeling it on a deep, deep level. So I hope what the Pleasure Pulse practice has illustrated for you is that you are a conduit for this elemental, profound, sensual energy. And it's there. And it may be lying dormant if you don't have some kind of practice to cultivate and channel it. As women, to quote Audre Lorde, we have a tendency of being psychically milked of our eros. I've spoken about this at length. Um, you might find posts about it on my Instagram feed. And what I'm pointing to here is that as women, it has been deemed by the overculture that our sexual energy is so powerful that it's too powerful to 
to belong to us, for us to own and enjoy it for ourselves. Instead, the overculture recognizes how when we expect women to do all kinds of unpaid domestic and emotional labor, which is a burning away and a milking of their eros, that it can get all kinds of work done for free. So we can look at this in the ways that perhaps this is the case with your mother or your grandmother or even you, where as a woman, you will likely have your own work to do, your own job, whatever that may be. And then you have a lot of other jobs that you may not have consented to doing. Or if you're like me, perhaps you became aware of that and then withdrew your unasked for consent from these various roles where you're expected to caretake for people. Now, obviously, I'm not speaking about if you're a mother and you have children, because that's something different. But if you're a mother and you are co-parenting or perhaps living, cohabiting with your partner, you may notice that you are kind of expected to do more than your half of the work. So there are many, many ways that we as women on a subtle level are being milked of our eros. And one of the most important things that we can do, I feel, is to start to take responsibility for this profound gift of our energy and start to be very conscious about where we are going to expend it. So, for example, if you're somebody who is a chronic overgiver, maybe through no fault of your own, you've been brought up in some kind of codependent relationship with one of your primary caregivers, and this has primed you to be always in this state of overgiving. Some women will get to their 30s and 40s and not have yet realized that they are leaking and leaking and leaking all of this eros. So you might be thinking, okay, but isn't eros, like sexual energy, that's different to life force energy? Yes and no, there is a big overlap there. When we think of, when I say erotic energy, I'm thinking of this blended sexual and creative energy. As women, we birth through our body. We may birth children, we may not, but we birth our creativity. I was speaking to one of my clients recently who is the mother of two small children and has gone from running a very successful creative business to now, for the time being, putting all of that creative erotic energy into her home, her kids and her family. She's loving it. And she is really seeing in real time the way that that energy that used to run her business with all her ideas and all her offerings and workshops is now spent on things like doing fun things with the kids and making the house nice. So going back to what I was speaking about before, we give birth to our creations through our body. Are you an artist? Are you a singer? Are you a dancer? Are you a writer? 
How do you create? It may be in creating beautiful spaces. Maybe you're a mentor and you create these loving containers to hold the people that you work with. I love to create spaces. This is why I really, one of my huge passions is hosting women's retreats because I get to, you know, create these cocoons of rest and sensuality and beauty. I love to pay attention to the little details of it all and the environment and I love to cook, I love to host people, I love to write, I love to paint, I love to dance, I love to move my body, I love to love. One of the ways that I birth my creativity is through the ways that I love my nearest and dearest, how I love to care for them and look after them and nourish them and cook for them and give them little gifts and, you know, just spoil them. So as women, we have this huge range of creative output. And if you're a woman like me who really wants to work on her own terms and have absolute creative freedom with her work, then it is vital that you start to understand your erotic channel. So how can you do that? How can you start to access and open your erotic channel? I'm going to tell you via the themes of the four weeks of Erotic Channel. So the first week is all about clearing the channel. Before you can fully have access to your Erotic Channel, you want to make sure that it is clear of the somatic and psychic debris. So this is all about getting into your body, creating space in the body, having an understanding of the way that your energy body works and how, as human beings, we very often hold things in our bodies that we don't need to hold. We're often, if we're not doing something to to move it, we can hold a lot of very stagnant energy in our body. Often it has some kind of emotional root and then we'll go on to take more of a physical form. So it could be, you know, aches and pains. It could be something a little more serious. So in week one of Erotic Channel, we are clearing the channel through various techniques. I'm going to teach you some of my favorite Qigong practices to really get you in touch with your energy body and how, you know, getting up with the sun or when you can and doing like a 10 minute little Qigong practice, that will change your life. That by itself will change your life. That will start your day with so much vitality and energy. It's just going to be such a positive thing in your life, let alone the way that Qigong and this understanding of how we can interact with the elements, the elements of the earth and the air and fire and water, and how we can move our body in a way that is going to open the energy channels. So that's one of the ways that we're going to explore this in week one. Because your erotic channel is resting upon these, what I call, 
feminine treasures of the womb and pussy and the heart and the breasts. We want all of those treasures to be switched on. We want to create a relationship with these parts of our body. So we're going to start this in week one by just learning how to connect and clear these parts of the body. So various things like breast massage and certain visualizations to clear the pelvic bowl and to return any kind of stagnation or blockages or energy that is not ours to carry, giving it back to the earth, asking the elemental forces to support us in clearing it. We're also going to be learning how, as women, we have this profound connection with the dark feminine and with the void. How our menstrual phase every month is this opportunity to go into the void, into this space of nothing or no thing. So the space of no thing is a space of pure potentiality where nothing yet has manifested into form. As women, we have this beautiful relationship between form and formlessness. We take what is formless, bring it through our erotic channel and birth it out as form, whether that be babies or art. So in week one, we're going to explore our relationship with the void by learning how we can access the void space, both during our bleeding days and beyond. How as women, we can go to the void and compost stagnation, old energy and discharge it and be reborn through this process so that we are constantly tapping into one of our feminine superpowers, which is these cycles of death and rebirth. We're also going to be introduced to various forms of Kriya or yogic clearing practices. So these involve breath and certain energy practices that are going to help us to purify our body. So once we have cleared the channel, now we want to really nourish and cultivate that sexual energy. So that's what we're doing in week two, which is called the sacred gates. And here we are recoding our relationship to our sacred gates. So in your body, your gates are your cervix, your womb, your pussy, and your throat. So just imagine them now. So you have pussy at the bottom, cervix at the top of the vaginal wall, womb just above the cervix, and then all the way up through the erotic channel, you have your throat. And these four areas act as gates, as gateways, that energy can flow through and up and down. So we need these gates to be open, nourished, vital, in order to flow this energy through the erotic channel. So we're going to do quite a lot of breast massage, energy work, 
and a practice I call the Nourished Root, which is a guided self-massage practice. We're also going to work on flowing the energy up and down through the gates in our week two ceremony, which is called Gush. So here we're going to do together some of this body work. And it's held in a way that is, you know, private. So if anyone's thinking, is anybody going to see me naked? No, we don't do it like that here, love. We're going to do it in a way that's private so that you can really just be focusing on your body and your experience. That's really important at the beginning when we start doing this work. So key to the nourished root and key to week two is putting your fingers or finger inside your pussy and really meeting this most intimate part of yourself, this deep, deep part of yourself that is vitally connected to so many key areas of your body. Having a relationship with your pussy, as in giving yourself at least weekly internal loving therapeutic touch. I'm not even speaking about self-pleasure at this point. I'm speaking about you consciously, lovingly touching yourself putting your fingers inside yourself and getting to know this part of your body. Many of us feel intimidated by that. Many of us women have, yes, yeah, some fears around that. What does it feel like? How will I know I'm doing it right? Etc. Etc. So I've been guiding women to do this for nearly a decade. So I've got you. It's going to be fun. It's going to be enlivening and it's going to be something I love is when you do these practices and then you go to sleep and you will sleep so deeply and you will wake up and you will feel slightly different. Now, I'm not claiming that you're going to wake up and everything's going to be amazing and your life has changed, but you will feel slightly different. And this is because... Your body has been wanting that touch, that level of presence for a long, long time. And when you give your body that, something deep in the nervous system feels safe to relax and rest. There is an increased vitality, this feeling of increased vitality that you will wake up the next day with. And that is the fuel on the fire that is going to make you commit and devote to having your own sacred sexual self-care practice. And that really is a key part of erotic channel. I want these practices to be with you for life. And that's why I've made all of the guided audio and video practices downloadable so that you can, you have access to erotic channel for five years, but you have these practices downloaded somewhere for life so that you can keep coming back to them, keep coming back to them. Because I want Erotic Channel to serve you so, so deeply. That is my, that's my deepest wish with all my offerings, but it feels particularly so in the case of Erotic Channel. Now in week three, 
I've called week three Cyclical Creatrix. I'm very excited about this week because this is an idea I've been playing with for a long time, but I haven't really taught anybody it yet. So you'll very likely know if you've had some knowledge of menstrual cycle awareness, you'll know that we say the ovulatory phase is the creative peak. And it is, that makes sense. It's when we have the most energy and when we have this outward facing energy. So we're kind of birthing our energy out into the world. Ovulation has this slightly penetrative quality to it. And yeah, many of us will feel our most creative, our most confident and our most vocal at the ovulatory phase when estrogen is at its peak. However, as a woman who is very keyed into my own underworld currents, I actually find that my luteal phase is my most creative phase of my cycle. Now, it's in a slightly different way because, you know, progesterone is here in the luteal phase and that softens us. It takes the edge off that penetrative quality of ovulation. We're not so penetrative during the luteal phase. But for me, somebody who loves the dark feminine and is very comfortable in the underworld, this is where I really feel my channel between the upper and lower worlds is really open. And I feel that I'm just this conduit of dark feminine energy. So think about your cycle. Is there a particular phase in your menstrual cycle that you feel is more creative than your ovulatory phase? Or perhaps it's just that it's your favorite flavor of creation. So what we're going to be looking at in week three is we're looking at how each of the four phases of our cycles so we have our menstrual, follicular, ovulatory and luteal phase. And these correspond to seasons. Follicular is in a spring, ovulatory is in, in a summer, menstrual phase is in a winter, luteal phase is in an autumn. How each of these phases has its own unique creative gift. So I've given each of these phases a name. I'm calling the follicular phase the time of the dream weaver. This corresponds with the maiden archetype and is this kind of dreamy, positive, rebirth-infused creative energy. I've called the ovulatory phase the erotic visionary, where our work and our creations often feel tinged with this quite potent naughty sexual energy. I've called the luteal phase the dark goddess for obvious reasons. And I've called the menstrual phase the void priestess. So I didn't really speak about the menstrual phase, but let me just say now that in this void space, we are almost in the same way that it said the Akashic records within them is held all things. When we're accessing the void space in our menstrual phase, we have this psychic 
opening, this psychic attunement where we can descend into this realm where there are these insights and wisdom that aren't usually available to us. You know what I mean. If you know, you know. So in week three, we're going to be working on how you can tune into each phase of your cycle to access these gifts. What happens is when we're able to really access these different flavors of our creativity, again, we are bringing through this vibrancy, this embodied wisdom into our creative offerings, which makes them more potent. People feel that. People feel the eros of your work. I've called week four Muse Magic. So in week four, we're going to be bringing all that we've learned into your creative projects. So this could be, you know, anything that you're working on at the moment, whether it's art or writing, or perhaps you are creating your first workshop or retreat or online course. I'm going to work with you on this and see how we can bring all of the wisdom and magic of erotic channel into this piece of work, how we can really encode your offering with your unique energetic signature. So you can bring any project of your choice to the creative coven and receive my guidance and feedback. And several people have asked, can they start talking about that from week one? Absolutely. If you're arriving in the course and you have a very clear vision of what you would like to work on, we can, you know, start speaking about that from the get-go. I love to do that. This is one of my favorite things to do with people is to be I'm your, I'm your midwife for your creative babies. And I'm, you know, without interfering or kind of putting my own stamp on, I love to help you unearth your medicine and infuse it into your work. That gives me so much joy. So this is Erotic Channel. It's four weeks long. We start on April the 12th. We're meeting for a live ceremony once a week. They are on Wednesdays at 7pm UK. Yes, they are recorded and you'll have access to all the recordings and all of the supportive practices. So every week you get quite a lot of supportive practices in the form of, you know, like the Nourish Root is a 45 minute audio, beautiful audio with great music and, and really nice sound quality that, yeah, it's going to be there with you in your iTunes or whatever kind of music player you use so that every week when you have that time to go and do your practice, you press play and there you go. And of course, there'll be times when you don't need to use the recording anymore because you'd rather just be with your own voice, your own energy, and you'll understand so well what you're doing that you won't need my guidance. So as well as our weekly live ceremonies, and they are ceremonies, they are really infused with a cere 
Oh, did you hear that cow? <laughs> With a ceremonial energy. So it's not just rocking up on the Zoom and chatting breeze. These are, yeah, these are powerful, powerful little transmissions. So you get your four weekly ceremonies. And you also get a 90-minute creative mentoring session, one-to-one with me. You get access to the Creative Coven, which is an online space where all the women who are taking the course together are. And we use this space to share our insights between calls to, yeah, just to connect and have fun. And then, of course, you get your pre-recorded embodiment practices in video and audio that are yours to keep. There is a real sense of excitement around Erotic Channel. I've received more, more messages about this than any course I've ever made, I think. And I love it. I love that this is speaking to so many women. We're going to keep it intimate, so it's going to be a smallish group so that we can really go deep into this work together. I'm asking that you only join if you're going to really come and be part of the adventure. I want everyone who is present to be all in. Now that doesn't mean that, you know, say you live in Australia and you can't make the live calls, that's fine. But as long as your energy can be felt and be present with us in the space because yeah this is really calling me into my most precise most clear embodiment and yeah that's what I'm asking of the women who join. One thing I haven't mentioned is that we're going to work with Blue Lotus so this incredible plant teacher Blue Lotus I'm going to gift everyone who's joining a little bottle of Blue Lotus tincture that's been very safely made and sustainably acquired from people who love and honour the plant. I'm going to show you how to work ceremonially with Blue Lotus as a way of enhancing your creativity. So what that looks like is Blue Lotus is, is a plant that's known as... Um, working in the dream time and there are ways that we can ask the plant to gift us visions and dreams and insights which are going to make our creative outputs even more magical than they already are. So my dears, it's been a pleasure to speak with you about Erotic Channel. I'm always curious to know how it's landing for you. Do you feel welcome to get in touch with me? You can send me an email. My website is moon-body.com and you'll find ways to email me there. Of course, you can also find me on the gram at moon underscore body. And if you would like an invitation to Erotic Channel, send me a message on Instagram or an email and I will send you the link it's invite only just to keep yeah to keep that pristine energy of the container so my dears thanks for listening thanks for being here i've received so many messages about those of you who 
really enjoying the Oracle podcast. And something I would love is if you have time to give us a little five-star review, maybe a few words on iTunes or Spotify, and that will be so, so good for more ears, more aligned ears to find their way to my voice here. As always, I am sending you so much love and I'll speak to you soon. Have a beautiful day.